you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Previously on the Dave Damashek Football Program. Hi and hello football fans, it's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all is well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, presented as always by McDonald's. Real quick though, Dave, where do you rank yourself on yes, a scale Dave. from one to 25 out of people you know? Well, no drive here. I'm a one. Well, mazel tov. I'm being so happy with yourself. Cam Newton is the MVP. What? If it's not Cam Newton for MVP, it's stuffing. 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 He says, waiter, give me the wheel. Or the stuffing. Let, Let it, it begin! begin! Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. Oh, I'm a little choked up there after that. There they are. They're all grown up now. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program. I hope narcissism well. couldn't be magnified anymore. <laughs> there it is. My employees doing an impression of me. Isn't this great? You can't, you, you can't ask for anything, anything more. You know what? I am loving it, and we're presented, as always, mm. by McDonald's all day breakfast. Go get it for yourself, unless you're in the mood for a hot dog slathered in ketchup. And if you need that, we can accommodate you here in Studio 66 on this day. Ah, uh, boy. Let's say hello to everybody. First of all, banner job. It's a sad day, though. The reason that you got that work from uh, the producers behind our glass. Emma VP, it's her last day. She has been a significant part of the DDFP production and uh, beyond here at NFL Media. It's very sad for us that we're losing her. Why are you firing her? Well, you know what? Because it, it keeps everybody else on their toes. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you have to sacrifice somebody for the You just the pulled the name from the hat. Yeah. It wasn't anything she did. I mean, no, no, I guess. Okay, okay. I mean, if I were, listen, you yeah. You don't want to air that here? 
Yeah, well, I don't, well, don't want to air it here, one, but I mean, it wasn't as simple as throwing darts. I mean, if I were going to pick, right. you know, clearly, obviously, A black tie. List of, yeah. Well, I mean, black tie. I think we all agree it would be yeah. black tie if First I were to going go. to make a case. You, well, you know what you could do for black tie, though, is you can just recommend to other people in the industry, listen, I've got this bang-up producer that we're just, we're limiting him. He, he has so much room to grow. Why don't you bring him on to hey, your Hey, around the NFL, guys, you got to have black tie all over <laughs> your yeah. show, believe well, me. Well, honey, you've got a show, honey. Why don't you? See, oh. I'm, I'm all Already hip to this, right. so I, I I would understand what was happening here. <laughs> that reminds me. Shout out to the Around the NFL show, uh, acknowledged by Awful announcing as one of the ten best podcasts, and Daniel Jeremiah got a shout out on SI's uh, on Sports Illustrated's uh, annual top 100 uh, Twitter followers. I think and, they left um, him on from here last we are. year. And I got, uh, sitting. well, I, the three yeah. young producers yeah, behind yeah. the glass yeah. just did an impression of me. Right. I think you win. Vaguely, I think I think so. you win. I think you've come out ahead. Hey, let's say hi to everybody here on this side of the glass, starting off with you hear his uh, his voice. It's unmistakable. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about it. I said, you know, Drew McGarry of Deadspin was talking about, and I tip my hat to Vern Lundquist at every opportunity. Love him. That voice is the greatest, and, you know, it's a, the gravitas, and he's got a sense of humor, and obviously decades and decades of experience doing it, and it all combines to... to be about as good a play-by-play experience as a college football fan can have. I think legitimately, Matt Money Smith do could that. be and should be that voice for the next 30 don't years. Do Let's get you in the booth already, calling the big college football games. Burns, I think that would... don't don't put my name in Burns. Yes, sir. I mean, come but on. But you have the voice. Burns. You don't have that. You know, it's a it plagues our generation. I legitimately feel this, Matt Money Smith. Oh, did I say your name yet? Matt Money Smith is who it is. <laughs> From, uh, from of course, uh, the Petros and Money podcast, uh, po- radio show. It's everything. It's to. a radio show. It's a podcast. You can stream it on iHeartRadio. Yeah. Let me tell you, I've been listening to it quite a bit, and I'm going to say what I've said before. You guys are, you know, for a show that's been around as long as yours has, you guys have certain, uh, have achieved a, a new level in my book. It's it's a oh, comedy show week uh, a day in and day out. Handsome, it's a, unfortunate you choose not to listen to it. I have listened I, to it on several occasions. Have you? I'm not like a <laughs> couple of times you've, heard, you've caught it. No, it's it would have been good. so much better if you just went, I just don't have the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued that. by it. I've listened to you on there, I think, as well. Yes. Oh, that's right. I've sat in with uh, money on occasion. The Anywho, best. and now you hear the Englishman's voice there. He is our resident Miami Dolphins fan all the way from London, England. I hear he's brought some vittles for our pleasure as well seen, today. Yeah. Oh, yeah? It's Handsome Hank. Oh, all right, then. He's handsome, he's handsome, he's Hello, handsome. How are you? I am very well indeed, thank you, Dave. I bought. I have bought you something to eat. I bought some mince pies, a Christmas treat from. Not mint pie. Mint. Not mint. Mince. Mince. Oh, mince. Mince pie. Mince meat. Well, it is mint. It's not mince. It's not mince. It doesn't meat. have it's meat just mince. in it. It's mince. It's mince fruits, and you're okay. gonna really enjoy it. So, if it's a mince pie, anything that is minced can go in the pie. In theory, yeah. Yeah. You can mince whatever you want. Or literally, in yep. this case, it's not mince meat. Yes, exactly. Mince fruit. I don't know if I'm going to like it. I'll How does this it. work? Do you eat it after the show? Do no, you eat I mean, it during gonna, the show? It's, it, it's way more awkward for you guys. I don't to need eat to tell you your during. business money, but I don't know why yeah. people enjoy, at least the listeners of uh, the DDFP, love nothing more than, than when yeah. we eat food. It's, I don't know why. You know, you mentioned our, our radio show that we've been doing for 10 years, and I don't know how we stumbled upon this, but most sports talk radio shows like to do the 
extremely attractive women uh, picking football games or the, the swimsuit edition is out and we're going to talk about how gorgeous these women are and the gambling thing. We discovered that our show, like the benchmarks, we like to eat on the air and talk about how good stuff, and, and it's even worse. There, there's, there's no visual component there's no visual. to our broadcast. Right. It is all audio, and we like to drink booze. And that's, that's what we do <laughs> as a talk show, drink booze and eat food. Yeah, you know, it's funny. You People enjoy day. it. Vern Lundquist. Yeah, you know, that, that's another thing I've railed against uh, in, in, uh, in my day is, you know, 30 years or so ago, I, and, you know, to this day, I assume that there's still some uh, broadcasters, maybe Vern himself, that enjoys uh, a having drink, a drink yeah. or, yeah. or four over the course of a broadcast. But, of course, the greatest broadcasters of all time, the play, greatest play-by-play -play guys and color men, Harry Carey, Myron uh, Cope, they, they, they like to having a little uh, bell yeah. pop. Too. little hoot in, to in, in the UK, the... Um Actually, just around this time of year, and New Year especially, snooker and darts are two of the sports that people will... Snooker! <laughs> we have a new front snooker runner! Snooker That is darts. so good. People will sit down, they'll, they'll have eaten a ton of food, and they'll sit down and watch snooker. the snooker and darts. But the snooker and darts commentary, it's all done in, like, gigantic bars, right. you know, somewhere. And these guys, towards the end of the day, the commentators, <laughs> they're not quite sure who's who's... Playing snooker or throwing darts or what the score is, and they're, they, you know, they're, you can oh, tell. Oh, he they're just needs loose. another triple twenty. He'll close them all in his round. Just like that, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tune into some of this. Coming be. up on the show, who are we loving? We'll tell you who we're loving going into Week 14, football-wise and beyond. Andy Dalton might just be the young Chris Kringle. We'll investigate that. We'll give you our red challenge flag pick segment for the big games. In week 14, join the conversation. Hashtag DDFP is how you do that. And I will get to, we're going to, I, you know, the Heisman Trophy gets announced this weekend. I had a, a really great you have a opportunity. Vote? I don't have a vote, but I, you know, everybody's weighing in on, you know, who should get it. But who better to ask than the Heisman Trophy himself? Is we'll show you that. second year you've got an oh, exclusive, exclusive with right. the Heisman yeah, Trophy. Yeah, so we're going to yeah. talk to him in just a second. What's that black tie behind the glass? We're supposed to toss that piece right now, actually. All right, I have a question for Matt Money Smith. Thank you, Black Tie. And in fact, this one involves you. Okay. Black Tie, oh, as you know, thinks he knows everything about a few things. Or Movies. everything. Or everything. <laughs> well, there's certain subjects he'll 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 back off. Okay. Of, you know, but but he thinks he knows everything about movies. Okay. Even though he's only seen now uh, his I'm most very narrow. Movies. He's now seen 14 total movies <laughs> in his life. Yep. So he, he knows about those, and he thinks he knows about the NBA. And he tells yeah. me all the time, he told me just yesterday or a couple days ago that uh, his opinion is more valid than mine because he's been doing this a long time. Doing what? I don't know. <laughs> he's been doing what? That's what he told me. He's been doing this a long yes. time. So. If, you could, if you could take Doris Burke and uh, Peter Travers and throw them in that fly machine and, and, you know, and just transport them to the next place, that's what we would get. Black tie is what emerges from that I mean, other pod. I don't know what, what world he is residing in that yeah. he's been doing I've been something doing NBA related for a long time I've been now. doing this for a long time, Dave. Either way, I made this declaration. He suddenly is on the Golden State bandwagon. And uh, time apparently, time out, time anybody out, time who out, time out. Just because you can see and appreciate greatness as it's happening does not mean you're on the bandwagon. I'm a fan of the game, been a fan of the game for a while. I've never a seen the game played like this. I That's, that does not mean you're a supporter. I understand, but Black Tie got into me yeah. because I said, "Well, I could. I, there is a case to be made that the Cavaliers, if healthy, with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love and LeBron and the rest of the pieces, could conceivably beat that team in seven games." Well, Black Tie was very upset about that. The suggestion that there's no chance. No. 
You were very upset, Black Tie. <laughs> say it is. And then I said, and then to to win him back over to Curry favor with Steph Curry well, and, I like that and Black Tie. I like that wordplay. I said, well, let me tell you this. I think this Warriors team is better than the 96 Bulls that won 72 games. And I think they would beat them in a seven-game series. Then Black Tie got angry with me. I can't right. please him, no matter which way I go. Matt Money it's Smith. narrative-driven. You're an end. I don't know what narrative-driven no narrative means. Driven. But anyway, yeah. why, why you keep saying that? But anyway, it leads me to this. Matt Money Smith, you're a Chicago guy. You know the Bulls very well, those uh, Michael Jordan teams. You obviously are an NBA, as knowledgeable an NBA guy as there is. Who would win that seven-game series? The the matchup to watch and why I think the Bulls would win would be the Rodman Draymond Green. That's mm. that's where it would hinge. I, they don't have anyone. I, I don't think Jordan would be able to keep up with Steph just because he's so disjointed and, and the way he plays offense is almost impossible to guard. Again, Klay Thompson's not guarding Michael Jordan, so let's get rid of that. Pippen is going to be able to take out probably Klay Thompson on the other end of the court, but it's the Rodman-Draymond Green matchup that really gets me excited. Mm. Both feisty, do everything, especially defensively. And that's where I think I give the Bulls the advantage is on that defensive side, the ability to switch off four guys, the ability to play four separate positions, each of them covering and it's Raymond, uh, Draymond versus Rodman, and, and that's where the Bulls end up getting it's, them. It's I think so he, and Iguodala, though, has to check Jordan. Iguodala right there, would right. check Jordan, and again, uh, as great as he is, you're not checking Jordan. You right. Know, just like you're not checking Steph. Those See, two guys are That's reasonable analysis, but, Black. Ty doesn't have to get but, so crazy all the time. Not, all I'm saying is when we do that, we always match up individuals. We throw out team systems and style of play and what they do offensively and just do, oh, this guy versus this guy. Oh, they're going to win yeah. this matchup. It's not the case, though, especially with the Warriors and the Spurs. They play a system, and it's all about systems, like matchups. It's not all about the one-on-ones. You know no what? One plays anyone yeah. one-on-one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in here, Black Dime, just because you know, you've been doing this a long time. So <laughs> you, uh, you can probably relate to this. There, there is one overriding question that needs to be answered before you can determine who is going to win this matchup. And I think it is obvious to anyone that is an mm-hmm. expert in all things NBA and has been watching the NBA for a long time and it's a very pivotal moment, a seminal moment in the NBA that happened between the end of the decade of the 90s and the beginning of the decade of the mid-2000s. Like what, 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 what's that? That was like a little bit of trivia. But so what is the question that needs to be answered before determining who's going to win this matchup? Uh, hand checking. There you go. Very good. This is a guy, and that's, right, that's the question. What style are we allowed to play? You know, if it's the defenses that Michael Jordan and those Bulls had to face— the Golden State Warriors have no chance. I mean, absolutely zero chance because they will just get manhandled by the Bulls defensively. If it is that wide-open style of play that we now have today, that certainly brings them a lot closer and into the conversation. Interesting. Yeah, that's a great point. And, but one thing I, the curmudgeons are holding out on that is a weird, specific thing I don't understand the argument that Steph Curry isn't the best shooter of He's all time. Ridiculous. Is that there's the thing? Well, yeah, Reggie Miller was no, no. I watched Reggie no. Miller all the way through his career. He does not hold it's a candle ridiculous. to what Steph Curry can yeah. do. Pulling it's that Steve, trigger. Steve Nash is the only guy, and that's obviously the guy that he emulated growing up. You know, that was his hero was Steve Nash. That quick release. The I don't care if I'm three feet behind the the three point line. I'm still going to let it fly because it's an open shot, and I'm fine with that. I mean, that's. That's the closest comparison that I well, can Well, you know what's of. funny? Black Tie won't remember seeing him, but you know who was my favorite shooter growing up, along with Larry Bird, was Del Curry, oh, Steph's yeah. father. He I had his sweet, a flat-foot stroke yep. as you've ever seen. I do remember seeing Del. Do you really, Black Tie? Del was still playing in 2003. 
That recently? Yeah. Wow. He was on How the about that? Raptors team with Go Hornets. Yeah. Well, he had he had a he had length that uh, his. You want to weigh in on this, Hank? Well, I mean, I think one thing that you guys both left out and Black Tie as well didn't consider is, and it's a question that you know any of these you know games, who wants it more? That's I don't listen. think I, you know, like that's something that knew you know, I was going like, to overlook something. Who, NBA who wants it more? more than any other sport. The the in the post game, coaches acknowledge it's we got out work tonight. Yeah. Well, who's that on, coach? Yeah. <laughs> so right, talent the way, was there, but right now there's somebody in Chicago listening. That's going. Jordan wants it more. I mean, he always <laughs> wanted it more. That's why he was so good. Nobody ever wanted it more than Jordan. <laughs> always wanted it the mostest, except Kobe. That's now become a virtue, too, because yeah. he's an assassin. He'll tear your, he'll Warrior. Tear your throat out. out. Mercenary. <laughs> he wants he's more. terrific this year. All right. All right. We've gotten sidetracked with pro basketball. Let's talk college it. football now with the Heisman Trophy to see where he thinks he's going to be living this next calendar year. Boy, that voice really sounded familiar. Yeah, I did. I feel like I, I hear it. I feel like I've talked to him before. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, well, I guess I did talk to I was hoping for some clarity there, too. I, you know, I yeah. feel very strongly about this year's Heisman race. It's just about where he doesn't want to be. Yes. Not really about where he, I mean, he, I mean, L.A. would be nice, but I'm sorry. There's not a no. legitimate right. candidate this year. Sorry. Northern California, not bad, though. Very yeah. nice this time yeah. of year. Palo Alto. Well, who, are you, who are you going with? No-brainer for me, Christian McCaffrey. I, you know it's what? not even close. This whole Derrick Henry junk, you know, these folks in the South that uh, preach SEC football, SEC football, no. And it's unfortunate for Christian. You know, I called two of those games. Both of them started at 7 p.m. local time. I mean, those are 10 p.m. kickoffs for probably three quarters of the Heisman voters. Yeah. And they're not seeing what he's been able to do. It really has been remarkable. Well, it's time for Who Are You Loving? Christian here. McCaffrey, that's who I'm loving. All day. Well, and you know, I'm going to be fascinated to see if America loves watching college football, big-time college football games on New Year's right. Eve. I think that's going to win. The more I think about it, I thought a lot of poor schnooks are going to get dragged off to parties. But in fact, this is going to be the collective experience. Everybody's going to sit around yeah. and watch college football yeah. right Wherever up until they the stroke of midnight, right? right? Like there'll be seven. That la that second game will end, and there'll be about seven minutes till midnight on the East Coast. No, uh, no small talk over your seven and seven. You know, it's just eyes glued to the TV and just leave me alone. You go have your fun with your uh, yeah. fancy new friends. I'm watching the, the, the idiot box here. Matt Money Smith, you're our special guest today, okay. so lay it on us. Who are you loving going into Week 14? Uh, I am loving the Cardinals' next man up philosophy that was installed the moment the Bruce Arians arrived in the desert. We have seen countless injuries to every position on this team, and it just doesn't matter. And most coaches will play the game of you can't lose your job to injury. Bruce Arians, who is one of the best sound bites anywhere in interviews, yes. is just matter of fact about it. Well, of course you can lose your job to injury. You get hurt, and the guy that comes in outperforms what you were doing. In what world does it make any sense for me to put you back in there? And that's why you see David Johnson or Stephon Taylor or Andre Ellington or Chris Johnson. Just take your J.J. Nelson in for John Brown. It doesn't matter with the Cardinals. I mean, that is what they are expected to do. That's the culture he created. And it really is why I find this Cardinals, this era of Arizona Cardinals under Arians, it's probably my favorite team to watch in the NFL on both sides of the ball. That secondary with Tyron, Matt, with, uh, Tyron Matthew, the offense, obviously, with the plethora of weapons. It's, it's as good a watch as there is in the NFL right now. The one thing, though, we did find out last year was the, the position that matters at is quarterback. Yeah, it turns out. That next man up does out. not apply next to quarterback, man, yes. When the next man up is Absolutely Bruce Arians, right. then, you're, then you're in trouble. But, you know, it's funny because I said something similar to that. The Cardinals, a week ago, I sort of acknowledged that, yeah, they are, if you're looking for a team to root for come January, they're the one. Because oh, yeah. Arians is a delight. I mean, 
player by player, guy by guy. Carson Calais Palmer, Campbell, Larry Vince, Calais. Such exactly. nice. They're all fun yeah. and yeah, funny the Tyron guys. Tyron Matthews story yeah. is Tyron as Matthews good as it gets. Patrick Peterson bringing him in. You know, you just got drafted. You're going to live with me for six months. Move in. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure you're good. Style of play, story. too. Yeah. I mean, they just, you know, Carson's always pushing it. That's what I said also. I don't know that you could conjure a more compelling Super Bowl or more fun Super Bowl for a casual fan than Cardinals and Steelers. Yeah. So that just bomb versus bomb back and forth for that three would and be a half hours. A potential good NFL, too, by the way, the whole Arians. You know, if the Steelers don't lose that game and Arians isn't fired, then this whole thing never Ooh. starts. He just stays. That's he right. stays on that staff. He yeah. stays as their offensive coordinator. And, you know, we don't have these have Cardinals. We didn't have yeah. that great story in Indianapolis with Andrew Luck. I mean, it's... Yeah. One one stinking play, and Great here we call. are. And you know what's funny, too, and Handsome and I were talking about this yesterday. Everybody seems to understand that this is Brock Osweiler's Broncos team going forward, except for some of the, the biggest voices in football America. Continue it's, it's, to sort of tisk tisk and harumph at the yeah. notion that oh, you think that Peyton bizarre. Manning's <laughs> not getting his job back. You're crazy. And not just that, that, that. Peyton Manning's going to come back and he's going to get on some tear that's going to take the Broncos. He to just needed team. some rest. That's yeah, all. He just, just needed, that's just all needed four weeks of rest. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I, 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 maybe he'll come back next week in Pittsburgh. I know. I, I, I you if, hope so. Yeah, give, if you give me as a Steelers fan a choice, yeah. I will take uh, give me Peyton in December going into Heinz Field. Hanson, who are you loving? I'll tell you what I'm loving, Dave. Right now, there are three reasons to watch the Miami Dolphins. Jarvis Landry playing great football. He's mm -hmm. fun to watch. Devontae Parker was their first-round pick this mm -hmm. year. They finally got him back on the field. Rashad Jones is sneaky, having a great season at safety. There's but your three. this week, they've added a fourth thing. The Dolphins are celebrating their 50th anniversary this year. And, you know, it's, it's about on par with all the, well, at least the last 20 years of Dolphins football and that they've been a huge disappointment. But on Monday night, they play the New York Giants and they're coming out in some beautiful uniforms. MVP is teeing me up in a second with a picture of what the Dolphins are going to be wearing tonight. And I think you are going to love I've it. I've seen them. You are I've swooned. I'm going to swoon again in a moment when I see them. I'll see them again on Monday night. I'll swoon then. And, you know, look at, look those at that. Guys. I hope you're watching this on YouTube. Beautiful. If you're not, go to YouTube and find us They're on wearing the NFL the aqua channel. Or aqua. The aqua. Uh, Do we say Snooker. aqua? We don't say teal. Is teal too much of an insult? No, that's no, teal. Teal. no, no, no. That's aqua. aqua and orange. Look, look at, at those. that. It's just going to be, yeah. that's going to be stunning. Against the Giants. Greasy, Bonacani, Zonka, and the rest, Mercury Morris. I'm happy the uh, Dolphins' head is protected once again. Yeah, that's what's exactly. most important. Yeah. You know, I was listening the other day, and I couldn't help myself. I started texting Money while he was oh, yeah. doing a radio With a segment. great one that we missed. They were talking about logos and yeah. the worst logos in pro sports. Just a totally stupid sports. hero villain logo. Just stupid, stupid, stupid. There are, there are many. That was the genesis. Yeah. yeah. That, and uh, we were talking about uh, you. You missed out on the Gordon's Fisherman era yes. of the New York Islanders. That was a terrible load. Blatant oversight. It's also I've said it before. I'm going to say it again now. The Cleveland Browns <laughs> this logo. This is the best one. The Cleveland Browns logo is an yeah. orange hat. Yeah. That's it. Very. This is our logo. It's a. It's an orange helmet. Yeah. It's very. What do you think? Well, you know, but you know that they're named after Paul. I don't care. They're, then make the helmet brown. That's what you have to do. It. Or the logo is his face. There you go. Not an orange helmet. An old or, man. Like, why an angry old man. Well, yeah. That's their secondary logo is some little pixie elf thing. It's like, that, well, that's not what Paul Brown looked like. No. Yeah, well, yeah, that's odd. A, yeah, that is also very weird. I hadn't considered. I don't know if Is that supposed to represent Paul Brown? I have no idea. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's Art Modell's first move. Create a little uh, 
little demon character. Yeah. Remind us of the ghost of Paul Brown. All right. My, uh, what am You're I loving? loving? This is, I hate math. You know, I've made that clear. I don't, I don't really? you know, after addition, subtraction, I get multiplication tables, the need for young kids to, to learn those things. Um, my oldest uh, is learning her multiplication tables and long division right now. And I get the need for long division, maybe. But after that, you're not doing algebra, everything. you're not doing trig. I don't want to do Sign, calculus. Any more than I didn't, nobody assigned me, you know, there were certain novels that were standards that I had to read in high school, but it's not as though I had to do a really deep dive on, on, uh, on the obscure works of some of our greatest writers of mankind. And in this, but, and yet math is, is held to a much lower standard. We all have to know algebra. Shame the devil if you don't do a little trigonometry before you get- I sit here and watch you shame math. I don't like do it. it. It's not allow you to do it. You're not a math guy. Absolutely. The world is math. You're math. You are constructed of math. Math this is the entire world in which we live. The universe is all math. Don't you realize we're not even alive right now? We're just a computer simulation sitting here. I Somebody is pushing the button and making us do all of this because okay. we're all math. That doesn't make you more resentful of it then? Yeah. No, it makes me proud of my programmer for making <laughs> me what I am. Now, see, now that's narcissistic. So you think somebody designed to make you a more success, a better voiced program yep. than Damashek. No. And now no. I don't like that. My programmer decided to have me to choose to smoke Benson and Hedges 100s when I was 14. <laughs> it stunted my growth. My brothers are all 6'3 and above, but I got this beautiful voice I, because that was the choice the I made. The only reason I, I, I despise math, I you know why I don't like it, we'll talk about narcissism. I think it is the fact that I like to BS a lot of stuff. Sure. Like, I could BS the blue book answer. Math doesn't let you do that. Yeah. I could do, yeah. Math, there's no, there's no there way. Is, no. There's a right you can't ask there. why. Like, you know, well, why is that the only answer? I like to, you know, look at things in, in, uh, in, from that perspective. But math, there's only an answer. There's only one answer. Well, why is that true? Because two plus three is five, Dave. That's it. Can That's we move it. on with class? No, I want to understand what, what you mean. By, you know, that didn't work out. However, the one thing that allowed me to survive <laughs> math was the NFL playoff picture in December every year as it starts to boil down and all those tiebreakers and you have to get involved and you have to start mm. doing the math. I know people don't like them. I love the tiebreakers. Try, trying to get this into that your formula. Math. Right. It's the only thing that taught me math. Without that, I really you wouldn't have You get your abacus out, of... out and you're ready to go, right? Your Texas would... Instruments scientific calculator, your graphing calculator, you're ready to roll. That's right. Well, you know, there you look at that. See, look at I. Oh, I love it. It's look heaven. I know people hate this. I find it to be heavenly. It's a list without a number one on. All I, your tiebreakers head to head. <laughs> if if it's not applicable, then it becomes the best win loss percentage played within the conference. That's not right. Wait, it goes head to head, then division record. Right. But yeah. if this is for a wild card tiebreaker, then it's best win percentage within the, In the conference. conference. Of course. Then it's the common game thing. Then it starts getting fun. The strength of the victory, the strength of the schedule, combined ranking among conference teams and points scored and points allowed. There have been a couple of, uh, of, of years there where, I, where it has boiled down to that for my Steelers and you're rooting for this and that. One it's day. The light point. Point, so, yeah. One day we'll get to 11. We'll get to the coin toss. One day Please. we'll get to 11. <laughs> Great. <laughs> if you miss the playoffs. It would be, I, my dream would be that it's the Steelers and the Browns. Hat with the coin flip and the, Browns the Steelers lose, get yeah. <laughs> And the Browns oh, ball heads. The Browns chance. Yeah. Hey, Dave, real quick, the most fun part about this is number nine, about the most net points, because obviously there's this, there's this uh, culture.
culture of like don't run up the score in football in soccer you always run up the score because goal difference is such a huge factor well people should be allowed to run up the score that's a good point. You yeah, know what? Course. Coaches should say that. Why are you asking me that? I don't because what if it comes down to the tiebreaker yeah, in number nine? Exactly. That's why. Real Madrid has put up eight goals in And that would be the best. Game. Just don't even uh, don't even acknowledge what it is. Why did we run up the score? I mean, tiebreaker number, number nine. nine. What's wrong with Check that? Check number nine. On Next the question. Let's yeah. go. What yeah. else we got? Let's go. Well, real quick, before we move on to very important stuff in our game picks, I do want to point out this. I just came this morning from uh, from Jean-Claude Van Damaschek's holiday performance at the school, four classes combined, four first grade classes combined. So there were, I don't know, 60 or 70 parents in the auditorium to watch this. And here's the latest. You're up to speed now on everybody brings their cell phone and shoots it on video. Now that's fine. Send it to the grandparents or if a parent is at work or whatever. But here's the new scourge. Take a look at this now. I, I only, this is the first time I had to encounter it. There it is. Look at this. It's the iPad. Look at that woman holding her iPad well, obnoxiously. The case, the case hanging below it. You can't see. You, you got to go on YouTube and check this out. The woman holds the thing up over her head like Cusack and say anything so that no one behind her can see. And then the case that it's in drops down below it so you can't even see in the space between her head and the iPad over it. So you basically, if you're seated behind her, you get to watch the kids on her iPad. This is your only chance that's, to see them. That's about a, I'm going to say, using my math skills, eyeballing it, you're probably looking at like a 24 by 11. I mean, blocking you. That's the size of a John 316 signed at an NFL game. You want that person holding that thing up the whole time? Where are we going? No. Where are we? Where, where, <laughs> I mean, these are, these are the moments. I appreciate moments. that. Good acknowledgement. Yeah. These are the moments when we have to ask ourselves, what kind of society do we right. want to be? You know what's coming next? Apple's designed a larger iPad. There was a, <laughs> yeah, what do you think right. people are going to be doing with that next Christmas? Wait, yeah, when they designed a 55-inch screen right. that is as light as a current iPad, right. you know you're going to be That's sitting gonna behind be up that. there as well. There was also a woman right next to me. Oh, yeah, let's see that one, too. There's a woman seated right next to me who was doing it on the on her cell phone, was shooting video. Then she breaks out this oh, thing. Oh, yeah, what? the old SLR. Like How far away is she? Running espionage. I don't know. She's uh, she's looking for Jason Bourne in, in uh, Berlin. I don't know what she's doing with that thing. It's Linda Fiorentino and Gotcha. <laughs> I mean, what do you need that for? You're 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 11 feet away from the stage, lady. What See, gives? You uh you use this as an opportunity to share your issues with the scourge on society that is the iPad. I think of it as a potential money-making venture. Why not create some sort of extension that's just the size of a pen that has that little lens? Ooh. So you can have your iPad in your lap and you can shoot with that little extension, right? Let's get to work on let's this, guys. You're, you're as savvy as Billy Blaze Jowski. You know, <laughs> edible paper. Yeah, let's That's let right. the scientists figure out <laughs> hey, the actual science of it. Now, wait a minute. He did have mayo and tuna in a can, remember? <laughs> right. And is that not a successful venture by the Bumblebee or Chicken of the Sea Company? Black tie, Night Shift, Henry Winkler, Michael Keaton. You've seen that one, right? I have not, no. I've never heard of it. <laughs> it's a dandy. It. It's Ron Howard's first feature, I believe. Yes, it was. All right, so there you have right. it. My outrage. Very upset. Are we going to, we, we have football baby all said there? All right, here he is. I interrupted his dinner, in fact, to, uh, to get his week 14 picks. Take a look. Football baby. The baby who picks football games. Hey, you know what? That football baby is 61 and, and 24 now lifetime. That's Think like one it. of those uh, Saturday morning that. shows. I'm 192 <laughs> and 12 this season. That's a remarkable How win about percentage. That? I, and, and again, 
the cynics are out there, but look at the games he's picking. He's not picking no, the Duds. He picks ones. the toughest games. Yeah. And he's 61 and 24 life. Um, a big huzzah to you and the, the lady for, you know, that was broccoli and cauliflower on there. You know, a little fruit I'll, over here. Yeah. It wasn't goldfish and, and mac and cheese. No, you know that football baby's was? eating his right. His dessert was honeydew. See? Where are you coming down, uh, Matt Money Smith? On honeydew? Uh, uh, no, on uh, Fruit of the Year. The Shecky Awards are going to be announced by month's end here. Boy, uh, you know, people want to get cute with this. For me, it's, it's rather simple. It's the blueberry. Blueberry. Yeah, it's blueberry. the blueberry. It's the antioxidant power of the blueberry. If you get a nice, ripe, juicy blueberry, I think mm-hmm. that single bite is as good uh, a chew on fruit as you're going to find. And you can put it on anything. You know, it really goes with anything. I like to put it in my oatmeal in the morning. Yep. You talk about desserts. You can have it at night as a dessert. Those nice plump ones, you know, very sweet, set you off in the right direction. And the healing powers of the blueberry, there's very a, hard to top. There's not a lot of blueberry candy, which is strange. I wonder why that is. Yeah. And yet, I've I've pointed this out before. When at the big candy factory, there was a there was a seminal day. I don't know, 60, 80, 100 years ago, where they somebody recognized. Wow, a lot of our candy, our fruit flavors are red fruits. So someone's got to bite the bullet. We have strawberry, watermelon, cherry, raspberry. Somebody's got to bite the bullet here and go in a different direction. And somehow raspberry drew the short straw and became blue raspberry. Right. It's very weird. And yet it was a universal no big deal. Decision. Everyone bought in on it straight away. Whatever candy factory made that determination, word spread yep. quickly apparently and everybody. I mean, right. if you blue get a slush puppy, it's got to be a blue one. Tremendous, Sheck. That's very why you make weird. the big bucks. Correct. All right. Hey, we were talking very important stuff already, so let's continue to talk about it. Okay. I was uh, I was talking to my pals uh, Bauman and Crawford in uh, Pittsburgh, PA, on WDVE. You can listen every Friday morning to that one. We kibitz about football and otherwise, and we got to talking about. I was telling them about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and how outraged I am about the treatment that Donner, Rudolph's father. And Santa give to poor little Rudolph. Sure. Then when they need him, oh, okay, Rudolph, we need that light. Hey, Santa, screw. I'm not, you know what? You, you ba- berated me when I was a baby. Look at this, though. I think this is kind of neat for Bengals fans. I don't know if this is good news or not, but look at that. It's the red <laughs> rifle. Ooh. He, the young Santa from Santa Claus is coming to town is, in fact, the red rifle. Look a lot Andy, like. look at that. So good luck. I don't know, is that good news? Or bad news if you're a Bengals fan. Well, well this time of year, that might explain why he's so bad in January, because he must be exhausted after all the work he has to do. Mm-hmm. Through that, I was thinking that, they that say Andy month. needs a little more salt in his personality. And that young Santa, like you said, salty. Not happy with the elves singing. Not happy with Rudolph. Not happy with Donner for trying to pull the ruse of putting that black cap on Rudolph's nose. So maybe that's perfect for him. What kind of dad puts dirt? That's what I mean. He puts the cap, but first he puts dirt dirt on his own baby reindeer's nose. Kind of father. Bad guy. Let's call child services, and uh, well, we'll we won't do that right now. What do you think, Black Tie? Is it time to pay a bet? Oh no. Is it a reckoning? No, that's let's save that to the end of the show. All right, don't yell at me about it. Still want me to uh, participate. You, it's a requirement. Yeah. You're a man of uh, You're a man of my word. Exactly. Yeah. So let's get to it. The time is here. You saw football babies picks. Now it's our turn. The red challenge flag picks. Hey. Red challenge flag picks. You know, we could really use a baritone in there yeah. with that. Well, you know what, Emma BP, <clears throat> I'd like to hear your, you do this yeah. as By part yourself. of your farewell. Solo. Go ahead. Just do a, a soulful rendition. 
Are we doing acapella? Red challenge flag. Red challenge flag. That was that was the word. That was my fault. Yeah, I asked. I didn't know if it was Come acapella on. or what was going on. Ready? Let's do it again. Let's do it. Uh, let's all do it together. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Red, Red challenge flag picks. Hell right. yeah. 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 Like I think it needs a yeah. That's, yeah. Like a punch a little. Yeah. Bit. All right. A so quartet let's... action going. You know, we yeah. get one more body in here. Um, I know, I'm a VP. I want, Black Tie doesn't, won't allow you in Studio 66 for some reason. Fabricating lies, not at all. Emma VP likes hanging out here. She's got work to do. Right. Busy. There's got to be one of us working. Well, Handsome and Matt Money Smith like Emma VP Absolutely. as much as I do, and they think that Give it's some a shine. sad thing that we should at least exit interview. Absolutely. Right. Do you have a question, Handsome Hank, you'd like to ask? Sure. Um, of your, well... You've probably done some work with Michael Fabiano from uh, the fantasy show. What's the most inappropriate thing Fab has oh, asked you since? That's uh, an interesting question. <laughs> Believe that's it or funny. not, I have not interacted with him. Oh really? Well, <laughs> you should make sure in the really? final twenty-four hours <laughs> yeah. that you uh, that you spend some time with Fab. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd really love to do that. That is. That's an intriguing question. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Off of that, I have an equally. Tickled money. What what is uh, what do you think should be fruit of the year? I have to agree with money, blueberries. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I like that. That's an edgier question. I love blueberries. I brought in that blueberry crisp, remember, Shaq? You it got snubbed <laughs> at the pie off. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Dave didn't taste that. You I taste it. Barely. That's, yeah. uh, that's false. You know what? Let's sprinkle in exit uh, interview questions as we go along. I've got, I've got one. Of all the attributes that Dave Damashek likes to celebrate about himself, which <laughs> one is the most this ridiculous? Is this is fun. Ooh. Maybe a uniform monitor. Okay, look at that. You are no uniform. Wow, that's, you want to talk about <laughs> punching him in the gut. That really, that really hurts. That's the one you like least. That's <laughs> the best answer ever. Say, you know? the, the, the least, though, is what you like. That's the wrong answer. There, oh, that the is answer so to the that right question answer. is there is no right answer. That is so the right answer. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> talk about kicking him in the <laughs> wow. shit on our way out. That's the one he really <laughs> prides himself on. Forget about his yep. doctorate in mustard. Yep. This is, that's the one. Let's see you perform under adverse conditions now there, Damashek. <laughs> Do the picks. Do the picks, whatever. Pick whoever you want. See if I give a care. Listen, let's, do, all right, I'm going to overcome. There you go, let's overcome. Let's start with the big game in the AFC North here. The rules are simple in case you're a newcomer to the Red Challenge flag segment. One person is going to say the team that they want without explanation. If the other person thinks the other team's going to win, they can throw the Red Challenge flag and explain their reasons why Matt Money Smith, Pittsburgh Steelers, Cincinnati Bengals, juice. <laughs> Trying to do what football baby does. Oh, you know, I see. I conjure see. his powers. Pittsburgh. Oh, handsome Hank. Okay, well, in it. that case, let's get this. All right. Let's go. Flag on that one. I, so I think as well as the Steelers have been playing, I just have a feeling this is the kind of game that the Steelers lose at the end of a season when, they're, when they need to get on a streak so that it's even more exciting through the last three weeks. Mm. It just seems like the Steelers at this time of year will get in position to, like, you, you know, you're, you're about to make the playoffs, but then they have to lose one game to make it more exciting through the next three weeks when they're going to have to beat the Broncos and then, you know, and then keep rolling all the way through that final three weeks to, to make the, the, the AFC wildcard spot. I'll tell you this, 4,000 miles away, but talking to people with boots on the ground there, and then you hear the quotes from the players and Tomlin himself, 
there's something oddly cavalier about the about right. the way they're talking, as though that yeah you know, about their the high octane offense and all that. Yeah, but you guys know that you're not even in the playoffs yeah, right the, now. Right now, if the season finished, they wouldn't be in the playoffs. I agree. It would be very sad if this team didn't make the postseason as an objective football fan because of what that offense is capable of doing. And in this matchup. As usual, if Roethlisberger's on the money and the receivers are holding onto the football, they're going to be hard to stop. I mean, right. offensively, of course, and it's whether or not if, uh, again, if Roethlisberger's as on the money as he was on Sunday night, I, there, there isn't a defense out there that can stop him. And, of course, it continues to be an issue. The Steelers back in there, and, and uh, the obviously problem. the Bengals have been putting up a ton of points. I would say that, that I know that this doesn't exactly work to, to do this, but, you know, you saw this Steelers team play very well up in Seattle two weeks ago, and nevertheless, they lost that game. Wouldn't you say the Seahawks and Bengals are about comparable? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I certainly can say the Bengals. Against my better judgment, I'll go Steelers. Matt Money-Smith, what do you think? Just let me know the next time the Bengals win a big game that's going to be watched <laughs> by the eyes of the nation. You know, for whatever mm. reason, I, I, don't, I don't like playing that particular game. It always depends on opponent and who's healthy. But for whatever reason, we just are still waiting for Andy Dalton to, you know, perform when the lights are the brightest. And that's, that is a legitimate concern, especially at the quarterback position. For whatever reason, if your heart rate gets a little too high and you let the moment get to you, quarterback is a position that can be affected by the stakes being higher. And I, I just want to see Andy Dalton do it once. I Maybe say this it is the game. all the time. You are delusional. You can listen to the talking heads and say, oh, you're, you, you don't know what you're talking about. Andy Dalton's having a great 2015. Yes, he's a human being. And not unlike more talented human beings like Peyton Manning and Clayton Kershaw, until you do it, that question is going to be banging yeah. around yeah. in your head. Same thing as Tony Romo. The idea that Tony, Tony Romo doesn't care about what the media says. Oh, well, he doesn't? You no. don't think that, that, that they absorb that? Clearly, as J.J. Watt showed the world three weeks ago, you can get inside Andy's head there, and we'll see if Pittsburgh yeah. can do it. This is a favorable matchup, though, because... Just like nobody's doing this as much with the 2015 Bengals as they were with the 2014 Cowboys, but that offensive line is the best in the NFL, and they're going to keep Dalton clean against the Steelers' shaky defense. You know, they have been getting to the QB, and that makes a world of difference. You saw that against uh, Indianapolis on Sunday night. I don't think they're going to have as much success getting to Dalton on this day, so I absolutely can see the game going either way, but... Uh, you know what? This is a homer pick. That's a, It's as simple as that. Against my better judgment, I'm taking Pittsburgh. You have another question you want to ask now? No, no. The Emma VP? Oh, um, uh, not right now, no. Okay. If any I mean, if exit if interview questions up. come up. Sure. Well, wait, I do actually in. have one. Emma VP, I do have one. What is your, what, what's been the most troubling or trying thing about working with Black Tie? Oh, that's a good question, too. I don't know. He's pretty easy to work with. Mm. What? Yeah. Do you find you have to pick up a lot of the things? You know you don't have to work with him tomorrow, so you can say whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. Like, a week ago, I get it. You would have asked, answered differently. But now, it's time for honesty. Remember remember Dave's rule. It's one of, right. one no, of, the, one no of the rules. No jive. I wish I had something to say, but he's been okay. a great let me Let me then step in and try to get an answer. Go ahead. I don't know. I don't know uh, Emma VP's background, but she seems like she's a rather intelligent girl. I don't know if she's an Ivy Leaguer or what, but I'm going to guess uh, Syracuse. very where Syracuse University. Okay, Syracuse. Very uh, well. You know, it's a private university. I would say probably top 50 U.S. News, World, and Reports. So certainly a bright young lady. 
Who's the dumbest employee of the Dave Danishek football program? Good question. Dumbest. Just least, in, if you want me to euphemize it, least intelligent, whatever. But just, it's okay. Some people are better looking, some more athletic. Who's the dumbest person involved with the I show? I couldn't tell you. Yes, you can. I can. You must. No jive, I can't. <laughs> Everybody's the same. Okay. Everyone's the same. Everyone's intelligent. That's not know. true. Well, that's fine. Okay, yeah. who's the least intelligent? Couldn't say what you said about Will behind the glass. The <laughs> say, say what you said. Oh, is that embarrassing? Okay. I'll move on. Oh, one Bye. more question for I'm you. Just, I'm just saying, we've got like a diehard with a vengeance type riddle that needs to be solved. Okay? And right. there's one person on this crew that you have to leave behind. Yeah, Which person? We have to save New York City. Which person are you leaving behind? I got to have the whole crew, you guys. Chamber. Can't let them down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Elimination Chamber. That's uh, we haven't that heard that one in a while. Black Tie promises he's going to do one 2015 Elimination Chamber. It's the dumbest uh, thing. I don't think you've ever been no. in your money no. for an. It's the dumbest thing you do. It, well, it has it, no it, rules. It, Black Tie just decided to spring it he on us one day. Five things. He names four things, and then you have to eliminate <laughs> one. But it's not <laughs> but clear no if you're eliminating the best or worst. It's just a list of things, and you have to eliminate one. But are you choosing out of the best? And it's got a fancy soundbite. Elimination Chamber. Very weird. Yeah. Very strange. Elimination chamber. Yes, that, that's all. That's all the further that's he it. got. That that's is it. it. That is it. That's the whole bit. All right, let's get to this. It's one. a chamber of eliminating things. <laughs> Bills, Eagles, handsome, choose. Eagles. Oh, Money Come on. throws the red something. flag. Tell you something. Shady, I want to hear it. Shady McCoy is going to get 900 carries in this game. <laughs> All right? There is nobody that is better with grudges than Rex Ryan. The fact that I, he has got, hold on, Shady, Sammy Watkins, Tyrod Taylor, all of his offensive weapons are healthy. And when they are, that is a nasty offensive you know that that, You know that when Tyrod Taylor is in there, they're 6-2. and two. Yeah. I know, and they're, they're a great team. Here's the other part of that story. When Rex gets that team overhyped, which he will, which you can see already happening for this game with him, you know, like that, that shady talk. Most teams would have shut this down by now. I, I just, oh no! Behind closed doors, Rex is like yeah, he's pouring gasoline that, on pushing, it. Oh, I do agree do that every that? game is a huge, is the biggest game every ever time, for Rex and Ryan, and that's got to wear When Rex does that, and he does it with you know in these type of games, especially at this time of year when a team needs to get in the playoffs, he does it whenever they play the Patriots. When he was with the Jets, and now with the Bills, he gets the team overhyped. I just they're, they're due a letdown. Do you think they're comparable teams? Uh, no. You think the Eagles are substantially better? No, I think, better? I think the Bills are a better team. Okay. That's why I'm saying it'll be a letdown. So, I think going back to your uh, NBA, who wants it more? This time of year, which players are more likely to get behind their coach and rally or another player? That's my legitimate. Right. My legitimate thought on this one is, I think the Bills get this one. The Shady McCoy saying, Chip can't shake S yeah. on one side of things. You know, Shady McCoy's a popular guy and and surely has many friends in the Eagles locker room who are now going through the trials and travails of Chip Kelly. Now, maybe beating the Patriots in Foxborough has turned them around a little bit, but I don't think it'll be much to swing them back against Chip. Yeah. I mean, I don't buy that the Eagles players love Chip Kelly and Shady being around there, that, isn't it a little bit like looking across? I wish I was with you, Shady. I, you think he's that called, seems like more fun over there. I could see, yeah. I, I legitimately could see some quit out of the Eagles. Do you think he's game. called DeMarco Murray and said, told you so? I don't know. You what, big dummy. Yeah. <laughs> what were you thinking? Yeah. And, and as a side note, the ridiculousness of the attention 
that uh, that uh, what's his name got for uh, Herm Edwards got for threatening to walk off because he doesn't want to discuss it because that's not football, which yeah. Shady McCoy said. I, I don't understand why it gets such heat, right. why it's worth discussing. I think it's dynamite is, my bo- is the bottom line. So I thought it was marvelous stuff. As I always say, we could use a little pro wrestling in the, in the NFL. It, it works. It's what fun. people want to hear. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's why the Lakers are fun, too, as a side note, too. Wow, just, they're just a disaster. Are we doing a literal matchup here, Black Tie? All right. Hey, guess what, everybody? What we got? We've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with famous James playing well against the New Orleans Saints. Compelling stuff in football terms. But what if an actual Buccaneer, a.k.a. a pirate, got into a fight with an actual Saint? We have the answer for you with our latest literal matchup. Let's get ready to matchup with matchup. In one corner, bearing a sizable cutlass, a flintlock pistol, and an rated vocabulary, it's a buccaneer! In the other corner, with the power of the heavens, a pass of nature, and the singing voice of that lady from Frozen, it's a saint! The saint offers the peace sign, but the buck gives him the business end of the sharpened sword. Ahoy, sainty! Sorry, scallywag, the rum's not making you hallucinate. Your opponent is literally out of your reach. This pirate's not sunk yet, though. He fires the pistol into and through the saint to no avail. The saint's dropping the hammer. You can't touch this, bucko. What's this now? The buccaneer is shaving his beard and pouring his rum out? Why, I think he... He is. He's walking the straight and narrow. If you can't beat him, join him. Technical knockout for the saint. I think, you know, how would a saint ever lose, you know? Right. So it's it's an already having uh, been a martyr saint. It's the spirit of the can saint. Can you be an alive saint? Can you be a living saint? I don't know. I don't, I don't know so, my yeah. uh, New Testament the way you do, Matt Money Smith. <laughs> I listen to the show. I hear I, yeah. you and, and uh, Petros go through your Bible Scripture. verses all the time. Yeah, well, I mean, Scripture. you got, you know, uh, that one saint and the other one, too. So between those, I... I Plate but a ignorance. saint, I mean, you know, if we ever do have the battle royale of all the NFL mascots, well, the saint is, I mean, he's a ghost. It, How could you beat a ghost? The Jet might have a good time, an easy matchup with the saint, because what's a saint going to do with a Jet? Well, that's the point. You know, there's no it, turning a well, Jet. Well, I guess if, but it, if we suggest that the saint is like an apparition, then, you know, a lot. I mean, it can just True. appear wherever it wants to, I that's guess. The Freak question. out the pilot and the Jet's... You know, dust. As acknowledged in the uh, play-by-play, there the the saint has a passive nature, so right. he's never going to do anything, anything bad. Yeah, you basically mm. he his good goodness has to be good his boats. goodness has to turn, and you saw that that buccaneer went on the straight and narrow, yeah. straight off the plank. Hmm. All right, let's move on now. The Oakland Raiders, the Denver Broncos. Matt Money Smith, choose Denver. Yeah, I like the Broncos in this one as well. The Broncos. I'm sorry, Dave. Yeah, yeah easy. the Broncos were a little underwhelming. They were, the defense, but... once again, terrific, yep. and that's the headline from that team, no matter who's under center on the other side of things. Yeah, I guess you got to go, Bronco, uh, gotta go uh, Broncos here. Oh, I see what you did there, Broncos. That's what I did. Handsome doesn't like when I say yeah. the Broncos. Broncos. What about that, Matt Money Smith? Choose what, on that one. Is that cheesy or no? It's cheesy. The Broncos. Really? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the, the puns. You know, let's get punny. I'm not punny either, but I Broncos is right there for for me. I have to take advantage of it. Um, Matt Money Smith, what do you think? Because this team could wind up 
as I mean, you know, they they have the big Week 16 game against the Bengals. They could yeah. be your number one seed. Defense is great. They also, Handsome and I were looking it up, and by the way, your playoff predictor at NFL.com where you get to enter in what you think wins and losses the rest of the way home and tells you what uh, where that team would wind up seated there. We were playing around with it a little bit yesterday. It's not inconceivable that the Broncos will lose two games. They play Pittsburgh and they play Cincinnati. Those are two potential losses. If the Raiders would knock them off this week and the Chiefs run the table, they could find themselves as the five or six yeah. seed. And it, I find that... Absolutely yeah. plausible that that could happen, especially if they try to jam Peyton back in there to see what he's got. Week 17 against the Chargers, I don't think that's a gimme. Chargers playing for nothing. Peyton seeing if he's got something and finding out he doesn't, that could lead to a, a loss there. So That's why you keep rocking there. I, I mean, I think it's ludicrous, yeah. the conversation, but people continue to perpetuate it. So we all got the Broncos. Yep. Next up, Patriots, Texans, handsome Hank choose Patriots. Yep. Patriots, everybody's going there. I'm going to go the Patriots, too, narrowly. 21-17 is my final score there. It'll be close. They're going to have a hard time, once again, handling DeAndre Hopkins. But I think, yeah, well, they are going to have a hard time um, with that uh, Houston defense. Beware, man. Kevin Johnson is for real. He's great. You know, Marcus Peters is going to be the defensive rookie of the year. But if you've been paying attention the last six weeks or so, Kevin Johnson's really coming on for the Texans in that secondary. They're good at all three levels. They could really, they, the, I can see the Patriots struggling once again. It continue, we continue to look at the uniforms and Tom Brady. Um, but, uh, but yes. I and see that'll that. be the difference. I think they'll survive there. And lastly, handsome Hank, here's your Miami Dolphins. They host the New York Giants. I don't think the, uh, there's a path for the Dolphins to get to the postseason. But no. certainly in that bum division, the Giants can still get there. Matt Money Smith, choose. I'll go Giants, you know. Inspired by their uniforms, the Dolphins will win this one. Do you believe that in your heart? Throw the flag, please. Thank you. Don't get lazy on me, hands. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to go. Tickle I don't even know who I took in this one sorry, when we, I made okay. my picks earlier. Oh, I took the Giants. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You don't really believe that. What am I to believe? They're both, they're both terrible teams. <laughs> they're, they're both, both disappointing teams. teams. You know what? The best part of this game, apart from the uniforms, might be that Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry have threatened to have some kind of a one-handed catch showdown in the pregame. Ooh. Might actually be well. the, the only, the only Ooh. thing. Ooh. Get out there early. Programming note. Guess, guess who I'm going to be uh, catching up with next week? Odell uh, Beckham. Really? That's right. I'm, you I'm going him? to New York for one day, and I'm going to get to kibitz with about that? Odell Beckham. Eat that, black tie. What do you think of that? Your best friend, Odell Beckham and Damashek. Let's ask Emma more questions. Yeah, let's. But quickly, let me tell you my, my, uh, my picks here for the week. Thursday night, if you're listening after, you can laugh at me if I'm wrong. I'll take the Cardinals at home. Hawks over Baltimore. Browns over the Niners. Although, you know what? I really should change that one. I like Gabbert. And shout out to Maurice Jones-Drew. He has touted Blaine Gabbert consistently well before he ever took the field in 2015. Rams at home over the Lions. Coin flip. Detroit's been playing well. Jets over Tennessee and Jersey. I'll take the Colts over the Jags in Jacksonville. The Chiefs at home against the Chargers. The Bears at home against D.C., the Panthers at home against the Falcons, and I will take the Buccaneers to defeat the Saints. No upset will surprise me, though, including those NFC South games. Panthers, teams don't go undefeated. At some point, they have to lose, don't they? It's true. Even to the, to the bum Falcons. Playoffs, team. Cardinals. Hey, Emma, how long have you been here for? I've been here since April. 
What is the what? Which one of Dave's bits have you heard the most times mm. since you got here? Oof. You know the recurring Don't, ones. Yeah. Ooh, fly by my there's, little there's pain. There's a few. There's a lot of them. Based on the previous which one have you heard most frequently? Which is the most delightful? And as he passed off as originally. Has any of them gotten tired as many times as you heard them? But isn't it yes. sort of like? No, she just said yes. Yes. She just said yes. But wait, I didn't yes, finish. She, but she answered the question. Isn't it sort of like the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? You watch it every year. Doesn't it become more delightful? Yeah, but if with if each it was year? once a year, it would be fine. But yours exactly. are like three or four times a week. Yeah. Carry on. Which one do you? Um, of late, stuffing. That's been my favorite. That's not a bit. Past. That's a cause that I'm trying to make the world better. Forgive me for saying that we should eat stuffing year round. It's a both. It's both. It's a bit. It's not a bit. There's nothing funny about it. I want stuffing. All I got the one for you, uh, MVP. Should an adult? Does it make sense for an adult to slather the <laughs> most disgusting condiment ever invented, ketchup, upon a, a fine encased meat like a hot dog? I think that one's pretty obvious. I think it's okay. You know. You I didn't like. Ask you, you know what? Black okay. I, I asked you. Sure. If it was okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm going to ask you again, and I'm going to look you right then, and I'm going to look right into the camera when I say it. Are you sure it's okay? <laughs> Are you sure it's okay for an adult to put a child's condiment on an encased meat? <laughs> it's okay. Child's condiment. <laughs> you know, where, you know where, that was, where that ketchup was forged? The same place That's the right. steel was forged. That's right. The steel that was used to defeat Mussolini and Hitler back in the mid-20th century. Now, that's, that's my oldest, bit. most tired that's, that's bit. That's a bit. That's a bit. Forged in Pittsburgh, PA. And if you don't like Pittsburgh, you don't like freedom. Go talk to Mussolini about it. Damn don't straight. don't like ketchup. Matt. Well, let's, get it. Let's, let's, let's make him pay, then. One more question. Who do you like better, Maurice Jones, Drew, or Ike Taylor? Ooh. I can't pick that. I yes, you can. Yes, you can. What's that? I love both of them. You don't. But if but you, you had to go on a long, boy. long car journey with with both with one yes. of them, which one would you which one would you choose? Maybe Ike, because I'm a Steelers fan. Ah, all right. Listen, if you, you found the you found the technical victory there for yourself. Thank you. Who do you like better, Dan Hanzoos or Handsome Hank? Handsome Hank. Oh, wrong. Wait. <laughs> Bam. It's on the DDP. Bam. Yeah. Part of the show. Who's the most annoying around the NFL podcast participant? I couldn't tell you. Yes, you can. You can. Listen, Emma. Listen, listen, listen. They never, they before never you depart, before, before you step out of these rough waters, understand, let me uh, bestow upon you this bit of broadcasting advice. Nobody wants to listen to somebody that doesn't take a stand. You've got to plant your flag, pick a side, because that's how you make it in this business. Don't worry about offending any of those folks. Young people would They're pay thousands of dollars for that level of tutorial right. from the accomplished Matt Always Money have Smith. To pick. You're right, and that's why I don't want to be in broadcasting. <laughs> All right, you See? know what? Good riddance to bad rubbish, Emma VP. Oh, this is <laughs> terrible. We'll miss you, but listen, this is how we go out. Matt wow, Money that's Smith. a lot of ketchup as well. Wow. Time to uh, pay off a bet. Enjoy and it's a that. bet that... <sighs> you know what I think is going to happen? I think you're going to love this. Whoa. Matt Money Smith and I made a bet. I told him the Chiefs would defeat the Broncos in, uh, in Denver. And I knew they would, know. too. And I don't know why I decided to go... Oh, look at that. I got a little bit on there, didn't I? No, okay. no, no. Listen, you know, do it the way you're supposed your to do it. Slather. The, the bet was to slather the wiener. Oh, this is going to be tick. Can, can we get a close-up on this? There it is. Enjoy Pittsburgh's finest. Look at that. Uh, oh, this is ketchup. terrible. There he goes. I'm not, when I say I have not had ketchup on a hot dog in three can I, years. Can I ask one favor before you take that bite? Yeah. 
I want you to remember now where you are in Wait, Shaq, you let him off the hook easy, man. We have two cups of ketchup there. That's, that's, that's a reasonable a amount. It's this gross if I make him. I, I'm not trying to disgust him. In fact, that's my point, Money. I, remember, no jive now. If that tastes good, you have to admit. I will. You have to it's, admit it truly has been thirty, at least 30 years since I've had ketchup on Enjoy it, and you're welcome, Matt Money Smith. See how the ketchup makes it sing? That's so bad. Oh, it is not. How <laughs> dare you? That's fine. That's very good. I'm just not a ketchup guy. It's so bad. All right, but go ahead. Keep it going. gets better with the fifth Hey, Dave, would you like a mince pie while I would like a mince pie. Very watching much. him. Uh, oh, thank you. Yes, that's Oh, great. I got to eat the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. you got to eat the whole thing. Yeah, you got to eat the whole thing. <laughs> Why would you not be eating the whole thing? Mmm. Now, that's that very good. See? The only thing that I could use is some ketchup. <laughs> I'm jealous of. I might have the other one. I might have the other one because I don't think money. I'll be honest with you. I don't like this any better. The Mm. cake part of it is good, but I don't like fruit. Let me trade you. I'll take that. There we go. That's a good deal. See now, that's this is America. This is freedom. Ketchup on your wiener. Don't listen to Matt Money Smith. He'll want to berate you, but don't believe it. Emma VP, if I can leave you with anything, don't let people like Matt Money Smith tell you you're wrong when you know you're right. That's my lesson. Ketchup on your wiener. That was good. That mince was good right there, Hank. I got to tell you, man. Mm. Let me tell you something. That tastes very good. Very good. It's so bad. No, no. (laughs) He can't even swallow. It's so bad. Take it, Hank. Now, break the tie, Hank. Isn't that a terrible combination? Matt Money Smith knows about a lot of different things, but he doesn't know about (laughs) how to treat a wiener. That's for sure. Some host you are. I'm never coming back. Emma VP. You have done gangbusters work. It's good a job good as anybody has done. Save me, save me. I'm, I, I mean, I'm still the MVP, but still. But you're, but you're close second. Thank you for all you've done. We hope we'll see you back sooner rather it's than a lot later. Love to catch up on your bed. I don't care. You know what? I don't care. I'm wearing it. I'm wearing it. Literally as, wearing, you know, wearing it. it. I'm wearing you're it. My new coat. Figuratively, right. you're I'm, wearing it literally. Un- until ketchup is the standard on all wieners, because oh, ketchup doesn't bad. move. I don't wash this face. Like right in the back of my throat, it's just oh, lingering there. You. This ketchup. Ugh. Oh, Mr. Fancy Pants. Terrible. Yeah, Fancy Pants. French's yellow mustard. <laughs> Mr. Fancy Pants. A man, pants a, man over here. Who lo- a, a man who loves to to take a piece of pizza that weighs as much as three bricks and drop it into his belly. <laughs> oh, he's so feet, isn't he? Uh, all right, real so quick, Matt Money Smith. Jack, real quick, I haven't done a shout-out in a while, but big shout-out to Emma VP, um, who's been a big part of the show. I'm just being honest here. Can I speak for a minute? Can I speak for a minute? What the hell is this? Who do you big, like better, her or Steph Curry? Um, I love watching Steph Curry. That's a, I mean. She's the right. Steph Curry of producers, though? I would say so, yeah. Money. I mean, still not to come. If you guys watch the show on YouTube, that's all Emma. A lot of fun ideas, all Emma. So hopefully she'll be back. Um, one thing I don't like about her, though, she doesn't like ice cream, so I don't know what's up Ooh, with that. I appreciate that as well. Wait, what? There we go. Ice cream's so overrated. Come on. I, so know, overrated. What a little, no. Very fast. I, You know, you're going to go and, uh, or you have um, on uh, Thursday's show, and, or Dig It Up on iHeartRadio, you have Adam Carolla, our old pal on yep. your show. Um, you know, he loves talking about pie over cake. Yep. The scourge of cake yes. at, at get-togethers over pie when pie is there for you. I couldn't agree more with that. Ice cream, pie, cake. Pie. Pie. Cookies. Cookies. Cookies, too. Pie. Oh, cookies. Pie, pie, pie. The possibilities are endless. We just yeah. enjoyed a mince pie, you know, a meat pie. You got the pumpkin pie, a nice lemon meringue, a, a blueberry crumble. Yeah, I mean, there are so many 
iterations of a pie, a cake is just flour, sugar, period. A cookie, essentially the same yeah. thing, just flour, sugar, go, you know? Might go with an ice cream. Ice cream is ice cream's not, whatever. Ice cream is an accompaniment. It's not. You can't have that by itself. It's not. You no. know what's not a dark horse awesome. though? I'm just thinking this through. I'm pudding, just spitballing pudding, here. Pudding deserves a shout out. Yeah, but they can make if you're counting pie. You can have a pudding if, pie. You can yeah, have pudding a pudding pie. pie. May I finish? May I finish? <laughs> if it includes mousse. <laughs> If it includes moose. Moose? moose. Suddenly you're throwing moose out as like this. Is that a tiebreaker? Moose is pudding. Right, but then but it's, say it's, moose. Yeah, and, and moose there's a chocolate moose thing pie. Moose. That's I the thing about a, pie. I could make that. I could make yeah. that a pie. I love I that you still have the ketchup right there on your no, no, by the way. This face doesn't get washed. It's so good. This face doesn't get washed until all opponents of ketchup are wiped clean of America. I'm not going to stand for it any longer. You know what? It's enough already. Thank you, Emma VP. Thanks, everybody behind the glass. Um, Matt Moneysmith, gangbuster stuff as usual. Handsome Hank, good luck to your uh, Dolphins. We'll talk to you after that game, and we'll break down what we saw in Week 14, get you ready for Week 15, and we'll continue to talk about what's wrong with all the uh, holiday classics out there that you and your kids are watching right now. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. Find out more on the next DDFP. Hi, this is Greg Rosenthal from the Rosenthal and Jesselnik Vanity Project. RGVP! I'm Anthony Jesselnik. Uh, this week on the podcast, we talk about Antonio Brown, different celebrations, Kirk Cousins not being a real quarterback, Bills fans going crazy, Caitlyn Jenner, and Bill Belichick's lady problem. This week on the Rosenthal and Jessel McVanity Project. RJVP. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.